Recovery Sort Of is a podcast where we discuss recovery topics from the perspective of people living in long-term recovery. This podcast does not intend to represent the views of any particular group, organization, or fellowship. The attitudes expressed are solely the opinion of its contributors. Be advised, there may be strong language or topics of an adult nature. Welcome back. It's Recovery Sort Of. I'm Jason, a guy who judges the shit out of everything and everyone. <laughs> and usually. I'm Billy. I'm a person in long-term recovery. And I'm Jenny. I'm also a person in long-term recovery. And we are going to talk about judging today. But first, we have a lot of stuff to recap. First of all, don't forget, we are on Instagram, Twitter, Reddit, uh, YouTube. If you want to interact with us, you can do all them. Email us. Our website, recoverysortof.com, is also a good place to find us. We're all over the goddamn place. Uh, reach out to us, like, subscribe, whatever, donate. Thank you for the donations. We appreciate that. It gets passed on. Speaking of donations, we should probably talk about some of the updates we've got about what our donations have been able to do, what our, not just us, like our, all you people out there who have donated. So uh, we have been able to fund an entry fee in two weeks at a, a recovery house. Yeah. Um, it's somebody that they've been you know, Voices of Hope, who we interact with and, and help work with the community. They've been working with this gentleman, building a relationship and rapport for six months. And he called in to seek some resources and they were able to get him in a recovery house. And, and you know, your donations, people, covered his two weeks in that recovery house so that he could get started. Another individual was funded for two weeks at another recovery house. Uh, and this is all stuff that your donations have been able to help do. One last one uh, is we got a pair of work shoes for somebody that was looking to get to work. It was already in a recovery house. So thank you, thank you, thank you for your donations. They are not going into our pockets. They are not, you know, paying my car payment. I don't even have a car payment. I drive an old car. <laughs> but they're not doing any of that. They are helping the recovery community, and it's greatly appreciated. If you would like to donate and be a part of that so that you can feel like it's actually you when I say your donations, it is right on our website. There is a donate tab, and you can do that through PayPal. And again, that is 100% of the proceeds. We keep nothing for anything. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh, other things we wanted to address. So we had an episode a while back uh, on a topic, and I'm not going to say specifically which one, but I had put the episode out there. There was a word that was said in it by one of our guests that I kind of cringed at when the word was said, but I didn't necessarily real realize it's a, a kind of a slur, like a discriminatory verbiage, so to speak. I, it didn't cross my mind. I just knew it was a word I didn't really like. Um, and so one of our, our listeners pointed that out to me and, you know, we had a conversation about it and I went back and I found a way to edit the episode and, and, you know, beep the word out or, or snag it out depending on which format you listen on. But, uh, we take that seriously. I do at least. I, I don't know if Billy does, but since I'm the one that edits, it's all up to me. And, and, you know, we, we don't want to use non-inclusive language on here. I really try my best. In fact, I usually fumble when I'm trying to fucking talk about words. I'm like, you know, I don't want to call people addicts or people with substance use abuse. Like I'm always all over the place and saying like four different things and like whatever it is that makes us feel comfortable. But, you know, we do try to use people first language and inclusive language. So for anyone who heard that and was offended, I apologize greatly. It's again, I, I didn't like the word, but I didn't necessarily realize that it was like a, a slur so to speak, but I, I appreciate that people point that out. And anytime you hear something you don't like or you find is off with us, please reach out, tell us, right? We're, we're open to criticism and hearing things that we're not aware of. I think we're all interested in learning and growing. That's kind of why we come on here and talk forever about it. Also, uh, I don't know if this is on every format. On our Spotify format, there's an option. We usually ask a question each week about like, hey, what topics do you want to hear about? And so we did get some suggestions. Somebody said the war on drugs, how and why legalization in other countries has worked, sober living, new facilities, structure, research resources such as new methods of treatment. Uh, and another suggestion was harm reduction, needle exchanges, and MAT. And if you are a 
regular listener, know that we have heard you and we are working on those topics because I, I think that's fascinating and we definitely want to talk about what people want to know about. So we'll be having those in the near future, hopefully. Yeah, we are lining up some speakers. I think we're going to have some really good episodes based on a couple of those topics coming up. Uh, another thing, uh, Stephanie reached out to us and say she liked the the new website, which I appreciate because I, you know, took me all the five minutes to fuck with that and do that. <laughs> but I was not happy with the old website. So it's nice and simple now. Go on. It's much prettier if you haven't been on in a while. Uh, and she was telling me she listens, you know, on her Friday trips up to exchange kids up in Frederick. And she said she, she looks forward to listening and she said it makes her reflect a lot on herself and even more so when she hears things she doesn't agree with. It makes her open to change and reinforces a lot of self-awareness and that she is wrong a lot. Uh, and so, I mean, I, I think that's kind of the point of why we do this, right? For us and for others is like, hey, let's just like go into these topics with a more open mind and really think through like why have we had these hard stances on things that we've had for so long and you know been against so many different ideas that maybe could be helpful and, and maybe they're not right maybe they're not maybe we talk them through and we're like ah oh, that's stupid we should never do that but at least let's explore them and, and stop just having these like gut initial reactions that just guide us and, and don't really allow us the space to think through what we're talking about. We got a, a message that somebody started listening to us and they, they love the show. They're a person in recovery and 12-stepper, but have been reaching out to other programs and forms of keeping their sanity. They said they're a huge advocate that the process is different for everyone and there's no right way. Um, they love the drug court episode. They had graduated from drug court themselves in New Jersey in 2018. And they said they were they were glad we asked some of the hard questions and thanked us for all we do. So that was nice. We also got a comment on YouTube, which this one, uh, this one was fun for me. I, I really wanted to respond, but I didn't because it was, I didn't want to respond kindly. Uh, he said, you want me to go respond unkindly? <laughs> he said, talking about addiction, one person vaporing like it is out of style on a video is a complete turnoff. The vapor reminds me a lot about smoking crack. Thanks for taking the time for the video. <laughs> is that you vaporing? <laughs> I, I guess that's me vaporing. Uh, I think it's vaping, but that's okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. I was like, man, that, that sounds like you have a crack problem. Not that I have a vaping problem, but whatever. I do have a vaping problem. It does sound like crack, though. <laughs> does it? Yeah. Oh, it does a little crackle thing. Hmm. Like, I, you know, I used to do it on a, on a phone call with a buddy of mine, and he's like, it always sounds like you're hitting a bong. <laughs> no. He would call me Darth Vapor, though. <laughs> Uh, and somebody had a, a really interesting comment about open-mindedness. They said there's an old warning against being so open-minded that your brain falls out. <laughs> being open-minded <laughs> just means we're willing to give ideas a fair consideration, especially when that consideration is warranted. Not that we have to entertain every half-baked opinion any Yahoo happens to hold. Of course, where we draw the line is open for discussion. I consider myself open-minded, but some ideas are pretty settled, and I don't feel any obligation, spiritual or otherwise, to give them time or energy. Hmm. And that comment really struck me, because I was like, but is that open-mindedness? <laughs> like, and I don't know, and it's not a criticism against this individual. I thought it was a very thoughtful comment. Yeah. I just, I really questioned it. I'm like, I don't know, and especially after doing the open-minded episode, I'm like, to say I'm open-minded, but I don't have to give, you know, any further thought to some ideas that you know half-baked ideas that some yahoo says like there's right. a that judging criticism on it already with this judgment <laughs> a little bit right so it was interesting i was in the gym yesterday and i overheard a conversation between a, a couple and the lady was saying if people had to worry about getting smacked in the mouth when they you know, said some certain things they wouldn't say all this kind of stuff and i thought that doesn't work, right? Like, I, I just, like, you're silencing the voice of the weak when you do that. You're right. saying if you're not big enough to stand up to everyone in the world, you can't talk or have an opinion. And I feel like that kind of ties into the same thing because those people would say, 
well, no, we're not going to limit, you know, good ideas. We're only going to limit the yahoos that have the half-baked right. ideas. And it's like... Which are the ones I don't agree with. <laughs> right. And it's like, who draws that line? And, and I was just picturing in my head, I'm like, I've heard that statement so many times. If we could just... If people were just scared to get punched in the mouth when they said things. And I'm like, if everybody who said those words got immediately punched in the mouth, 80% of them would be like, what was that for? Yeah. <laughs> like, well, you're not allowed to say things, obviously, if we don't agree with them. I, I don't know. What do you all think about this comment? Uh, I, I mean, I guess the way I always looked at open-mindedness, it isn't that I agree with things. And someone can say something, and I can listen with an open heart or an open mind and then just be like, no, I don't agree with that. <laughs> like, and I think that's still being open-minded. Like, open-minded doesn't mean – but I don't – it's not fair of me to go, oh, it's this Yahoo, and then whatever you say is going to be stupid, and I'm not even going to pay any attention. Like, that seems the opposite of open-minded. I mean, in all fairness, that's exactly what I do, but I try not to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, that guy's sharing? Ugh. With wide eyes and a smile. Right. <laughs> what do you think, Jenny? Oh, in in our uh, Recovery Dharma meeting, we have a rule. No cross-talk, no commenting on another person's share. And um, if you want advice, please ask for it, and somebody can see you after the meeting. This way, people who do have the weaker voices feel free to share what's on their mind. Because otherwise, I think I've seen in meetings, people kind of get bullied down to like the group opinion. Mm -hmm. So I want to make sure everybody feels free to share what's really on their mind and heart. So that's why we have those rules in that meeting. I mean, I guess, you know, there are some ideas that are probably so out there that they don't like... If somebody was like, you know, we can solve the world's problems, but if we all just commit suicide right this moment, like, okay, yeah, I don't have to think about that too much because that doesn't <laughs> right. really work for me. But I, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. I just, I thought it was an interesting conversation. So I heard a, a conversation the other day on a podcast unrelated to this, but the idea is it's a uh, like a theoretical experiment that they do in a college uh, philosophy class, and it's that you know. Why do we not eat babies? Or is it right to eat babies? And of course, obviously the answer is like, no, we don't eat babies. That's not a good idea. But when you think through things like that, it helps you get to the core of what are your values? What things do you, you know, put in what order? And why don't you eat babies? I mean, obviously you would say, no, you don't eat babies, but why not? Have you ever thought about why you don't eat babies? Mm. You know, and the idea is that, yeah, it's an absurd idea, but when you think through it, there is some value in figuring some things out with humoring some of these absurd ideas. They're probably really tender. Yeah. <laughs> might be good. I don't think I'd eat my babies. I'd Maybe somebody else's. Right. <laughs> Overpopulation. <Okay>. Human, human <laughs> veal. Right. All right. Yeah, I'm not going to go anywhere else. With that. <laughs> I'm going to let Jenny take over and tell us why we're talking about judging. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about judging. I'm glad to be back. Thanks for having me again. So when I first started recovery, we heard this saying. I'm sure you guys heard it too. Stick with the winners, but don't take people's inventory. You guys, right? You guys had that one? Oh, yeah. So it's it's like, so don't judge people, but judge them, you know? Mm -hmm. And then, you know, we often in the world praise somebody for being a good judge of character but being judgy is not like a celebrated characteristic so i thought i really wanted to talk with you guys about like what is the threshold between like good judging and bad judging and then especially as it relates to like mental health um because i think we judge all the time we're always judging yes. and i've read places like you know you wouldn't you wouldn't get out of bed if you weren't judging you know um so where is the threshold where we like are judging so much that it's hurting ourselves, hurting others. And that's kind of what I wanted to get into today. My initial thought was like, are we always judging for fear or hatred? Or are we judging for like good qualities? Anyway, um, I don't, we don't usually judge for good qualities. We're usually judging to hate somebody. What do you think? Don't you think? I immediately think to when I got in recovery and they told me to pick a sponsor and you know, how would you, like, would you just randomly go out and, like, pick some dude that you saw at a meeting? Or do you assess some things, judge some things about that person? And I guess, luckily, I got some decent advice. What I was told was to go out and pick someone that looks like they have characteristics that you want in your life. So in that exercise, I guess, whether my characteristics were skewed when I first got here, that's up for debate. But, you know, it mm -hmm. was... 
it was judging on good character. Like I was looking for assets in someone. So I guess that was luckily a good practice in doing that. Um, but like I say, they also said, you know, stick with the winners and stay away from your old friends and <laughs> like do that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, you, you judge everything. Do I want to get up in the morning? Well, I have to judge whether my tiredness outweighs my desire to earn a paycheck, right? Or desire desire to lay in bed outweighs, you know, the importance of getting up and feeding my kids breakfast or getting them to school. Like, where do I want to eat for dinner? Well, I'm judging health or I'm judging taste or I'm like, there's a judgment in every action we do. Every time we decide we will do something, we are judging that that is the thing we think is the most important thing to do over all other options. So everything is a judgment. So the idea of like not judging is kind of ridiculous. Yeah. And people will say, oh, that person's so judgmental. It's like, well, we kind of all are judgmental. Right. They're just vocal about their judgmentalness. Mm-hmm. I think like most spiritual principles, because I'm going to call this sort of a, I guess, I don't know, is it a spiritual principle to judge? Probably not spiritual principle of discernment yeah which is judgment well, well a spiritual tangent yeah and i guess where it it seems like when people talk about judging in this negative context it usually involves more like criticism or putting someone down or making like more negative statements about them um which i think anytime you do something in like anger resentment and fear it usually does not have good intentions you know, if your intentions for judging a situation are like, hey, I got to look out for my own well-being and my own, you know, self-interest and my own safety, like those are good reasons to judge things. But when it's just to put other people down or make yourself feel better about yourself, like then it's probably not so good. I mean, I would say just pick your sponsor by eeny, meeny, miny, mo. <laughs> right. But then you're judging that eeny, meeny, miny, mo is the best way to pick a sponsor. So there's still a judgment there. <laughs> that rabbit hole of judgment i judged a lot like when i was in like the drinking days i had a group of friends and I, that was like our pastime was like judging and gossiping and um i think when i came out of the cloud of addiction and i kind of distanced myself from those friends i could see like how just um kind of a waste of time it was and how it was really affecting my own self-esteem but that's when it, that's when judging became not fun when i realized how it was like affecting my own self-talk and it ties into perfectionism. If I'm expecting perfection from other people, I was expecting perfection from me. And the way I talked about other people or judged other people is how I was judging me. So um, that's when judging, which was once like a fun, I don't know, fun way to hang out with friends to talk shit about people. I know I was, I was terrible, but um, <laughs> I'm like, I still do that, Jenny. Stop, <laughs> yeah, stop right. making me feel bad. <laughs> I mean, I can't say I don't think I'm perfect, but I've certainly like I've put more. Uh, attention to it like oh that's probably not a good road to go down i don't think i'm gonna feel good after that you know yeah i I mean i try not to be so outward today with all my judgment i don't always succeed um but like i have a or had a i think she's leaving the practice but i i had a co-worker that i wasn't particularly fond of and the weird thing was uh, like in the past it would be like I don't like that person right and i'd probably tell people about it and i'd i'd want people to know my dissatisfaction and this was an interesting case because I didn't necessarily like everything about the person, but I did highly kind of respect their work, hmm. which is a little weird for me to have that dual thing going on at the same time. But I didn't really tell anybody about it. I just kind of kept it to myself and like, okay, I judge it. I get it. I feel this way towards this person, but I don't need to assassinate their character to anyone else or try to find other people to make me feel better because they also dislike this person like I, I feel like that was a thing i would used to do i would wanted like camaraderie in my yeah. dislike of them but i i just sat with it i was like okay i just don't like them yeah and that's like i think we judge people on a couple uh in this negative way i think that comes from a couple different places one is i'll point out or you know put someone down for things that i am self-conscious in in myself like that i notice about myself that i'm wary of if i see other people doing it it's easy for me to point that out and put them down for it because that's a reflection of the way that i feel about myself or a thing that i'm not happy with in myself so it's easy to point it out in other people makes me feel better about who i am um 
or it's just to like build myself up in a way to be like, ha, see, I'm better than that person. Mm. But it's a sign of like, when it's done in that negative way, I think it's a sign of like a, a low self-esteem or a weakness in our own character. So do we only judge people the way we judge ourselves? Because I kind of tend to believe that. Is there any other? I think so, for sure. Yeah. I mean, at least in myself, I do. So we have like a, a standard of what we think is right and wrong, and then we judge the entire world and ourselves based on that standard, which leads to a lot of self-hatred, I guess. Yeah. I I would tend to I would tend to agree with that. And I think we, since we're all judging, it's just, um, it sounds like, it's like, what are we going to do with that? We're all judging. It's just what is the result of it? Like you said, you were judging on the inside, but it's just like what you do outside. Like what's the action result from that? And that's where it's the problem. You can judge all day long. Well, maybe not. Yeah, I don't know. Because I could eat you up inside, you know? Mm-hmm. But like it's it's the outward action. But maybe if, okay, <laughs> bear with me. So like if you're judging and just keeping it on the inside, that is an action to let that reverberate and poison your own self-esteem again. That is a choice again. You know, like a ricochet internally. Um, but yeah, it just depends. Like, sure, you're going to do the judgment. Your mind's going to do what it's going to do. But what do you do with it? Like, are you going to let it pass like a passing cloud? Or are you going to be like, hmm, now I'm going to hate this person or whatever? Well, I feel that way about like my... So most negative thoughts or a lot of that negative energy that I have in my head, like, and I heard this from someone early on, like, all that shit I tend to look at is like, that's my addiction in my head. It's all this negativity and, and low self-esteem and low self-worth and how that projects in the world. So a lot of that, um, if I catch myself judging other people, it's easier for me to like remind myself like, hey, that's a trait I don't like about myself. That's something that I don't want to do and to let it go. I don't think I just like stuff it down and be like, oh, I hate that person, but I'm not going to say anything because it's not right to say anything. It's like, no, it's important for me to recognize like that is the thing that I don't like that I do. That is the thing that I am trying to get better at. So I'm not going to humor that thought, but I'm powerless over my thoughts. I can't help that I think that way, but I have power over what I do with that thought. Mm-hmm. I think it's a great way to handle it to, to be like, you know, like you found something negative about somebody else and you're like, why do I think that? I guess it's about me. It's all about me. Which I think goes back to what you were saying, Jason, about like, is there any other filter to look at the world except for the one we apply out, which is also we apply in? Well, and, and from that, that right? place, like that mm-hmm. judgment is really coming. We're not judging the world or others based on how we actually live. We're like judging ourselves in the world based on this idealistic version of what we hope to be that we can't even live up to. But then we expect everybody else to live up to it. And when they fall short, we judge them. And when we fall short, we judge us. Like, it's the same thing. So I I feel like it. And then the more we judge us, the more it's like we need to look outwardly to judge others to feel better about the ways we fall short. Well, they fall shorter than I do. So I'm, thank God, I'm all right. And learning that a lot of times so many of these value judgments that we place on ourselves and others are almost like pre-programmed or preconditioned into us, Mm -hmm. like beyond a, a a conscious thought like you know things about beauty or aging or whatever like right. so much of that is like culturally influenced from the time we're really young so that when we get older like we form this hard idea in our head like this is what's beautiful thin and blonde and blue eyes yes. and it's not like a conscious decision it's pre-programmed in there you know so recognizing like oh a lot of that shit isn't even necessarily my own thoughts mm-hmm. it's society's thoughts that i'm now just projecting and continuing to spread right <laughs> like, right so if you look at like the 1600s like if you were pale skinned you were yeah. best off because you weren't in the fields farming all day so all anybody right. with a tan was like looked down upon but or then that were, changed yeah, okay. if you were 110 pounds you know that was like oh that's terrible oh, yeah. you know but nowadays <laughs> yeah. that's what everybody shoots you're for. poor yeah. you can't eat if you're 110 <laughs> yeah. pounds but then the 1950s it was like thin stick women kind of and I, I stick women is such derogatory because if you're a thin woman i'm sorry I, that's not what i meant but like, you know, it was thinner body types. And then, you know, the 80s hit and the early 90s. And it's like, Sir Mix-a-Lot and Baby Got Back. And, you know, you don't have a big ass and you're not curvy. Like, then you're not in. So, it, yeah, it's really, it is the societal view and, and where we came up. And I'm sure if you came up, I mean, you know, there's Asian cultures where they, like, bind feet still because that's a beauty standard and you small feet. And it's like, 
that is something else. And and yet you're right. I'm putting that into the world further because now I'm judging the world based on something that I was given. It wasn't even mine. I didn't right. create that. And we get those same sort of pre-programmed conditioning from things like poverty and addiction and, you know, the way people look at addicts so many times. Yeah. Comes from, oh, they're just, you know, low willpower and, and weak and, you know, self-serving. And it's like it's hard to understand sometimes. I mean, it's taking stuff like doing this podcast and being open minded, and exploring some of these ideas to realize, oh, shit, addiction is born out of like trauma and and, you know, uh, all these childhood you know, adversities and things like that to realize like, wow, like a lot of people were suffering before they ever picked up drugs. You know, they didn't have a chance. But, you know, it's way easier to be like, ah, fucking addicts. They're just lazy and weak minded and, you know, fuck them. (laughs) Well, and yeah, moral moral failure, you know, and that's why I stayed um, I stayed quiet about my sobriety for so long because I was so afraid I was going to be judged, you know, as a mom, you know, or somebody in the community. I didn't want to say like, you know, I've been. I quit drinking this many years ago. And then finally I let it out and I feel much better. But I had to get over that fear of being judged. And I wasn't being as helpful to the world by staying quiet about it. Right. You know, fear fear of judgment was keeping me from living my best life, I guess, you know. Yeah. Maybe that's a good place to start with, like, our own judgment. Like, I can look at when I'm judging somebody because I'm going to do it whether I want to or not. It's like Jason said, it's just a part of who we are and what we do. Um, I'm going to do it, but then do I look at it and go, well, is this judgment like helpful? Is it useful in any way or is it just harmful and self-serving? And then I can value that judgment based off of that, you know, right? like a starting mm-hmm. point for whether it's even worth, you know, putting more consideration into. And I like as a mirror too, as a mirror, like what does it show me about me, mm-hmm. you know? You know, there's a, a statement I heard a long time ago that I do not remember the way it was said. It was so eloquent. So I'm going to butchering the shit out of trying to relay it here but it was basically like judging from the place of looking down on people is a terrible thing but judging from the place of needing to know where help is needed is kind of the goal and so it's not like not to judge it's just what am i judging with am i judging with love and i'm like oh what can i do to assist this person if you know that that idea of like don't look down on somebody unless you're reaching your hand down to help them up like that kind of idea of judgment, just what can I do to assist now that I've judged that I think this thing is not, you know, in tune with how I hope the world works instead of that, oh my God, look at these pieces of shit, right? right. Like that's not where I want to be with judgment. Hmm. With great powers of judging comes great responsibility. Is that what, is that yeah. what it was? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> that's definitely what they said. I, I don't remember. So it's, it's interesting though that like, I don't think we take this into consideration. We like to think we're these brain down people and we just think through everything. And so everything should be our fault if we do it a certain way. And this works on ourselves too. I, I see a lot of people who deal with anxiety and depression and they're like, why can't I just be normal? Why can't I just think myself better? And it doesn't work like that. And we kind of hear that idea coming into recovery. You can't, think your way into better living you have to live your way into better thinking Um, but a little further than that like this is if you understand how the brain works it works from the bottom up right it works from the the evolutionarily first parts of the brain which are the parts that are primitive they're the parts that work like animals they're the part that works parts that work like reptiles they're the parts that work in service of survival and so in survival, we needed to know what was different or, or wrong, so to speak, about the scene in front of us, right? If you look out on the plains and all you see is the grass, well, everything's right. Life is okay. If you look out on the plains and you see some goddamn yellow mountainous shape walking towards you, well, maybe that's a fucking lion and I need to worry about it. So judgment actually starts, we believe, most judgment in that amygdala, in that survival response, which is well below where our higher level human, you know, I'm going to be a good person today kind of thinking comes in. And what happens is when that survival response kicks in, the survival part of the brain and the higher level thinking part of the brain lose the ability to communicate. And so a lot of our judgment and, you know, we're sitting here blaming ourselves for judging people. A lot of this judgment comes from we want to survive. You know, we talked about society's judgment on the way, you know, what's attractive or beauty standards or any of that. 
Well, we do that to fit in and survive. You survive when you're part of the pack, not when you stand against the pack, right? And so a lot of our judgments are going to come from a place of survival, and yet we're then going to judge ourselves for being judgy with people when we're just doing what our fucking animal brains are programmed to do. And what's funny is I just thought of like being on the highway and like driving down the highway and seeing that guy that's like zipping in and out of traffic with no turn signal. And I don't know about you, but immediately I go, what a fucking asshole. Right. He's going to kill somebody. <laughs> he yeah. doesn't know how to drive. And, yeah. You know, and it's almost like that survival response because my brain is like, ah, you want to st stay away from that person? Yeah. You know, it's that danger. You know, but immediately that's just a negative judgment. And, you right. know. At, at times, I've done the same thing. You know, it could be family emergency. could be some reason he needs to do that. But immediately, it's easier to go, he's an asshole and he's going to kill somebody. Well, yeah, because the brain makes meaning of the world. That's its job. It's supposed to help us understand and feel more comforted. And so it's if your body goes into a survival response because of that guy on the road, which it, mine does for sure. I'm like, oh, my God, he's going to kill me. Uh, then I need to make up a story about why that's happening. Well, he's because he's an asshole. Yeah. That makes the most sense to me in that moment. <laughs> I've actually recently learned, I would say, relearned or reheard a lot of those ideas in some Buddhist stuff that I was listening to. And that idea that our brain, like, it assesses a situation and then creates a story based off what it sees. And that story, a lot of times, is completely just ridiculous, but that's the way it needs to connect those dots. <laughs> like, well, I. You know, I, I'll add this in here. I wasn't sure if I was going to say it or not, but the studies show for anybody who thinks they might not be racist that generally there's a lit up amygdala, that part that lights up first in survival response that judges that lights up anytime we see somebody of a different race over somebody of our own race. And so everybody, unfortunately, is kind of inherently racist. And I think it takes this actual. So if, if you say, Jason, you're racist. And I'm like, hell no. Right. Well, now I don't give any opportunity to look at the idea that maybe I do act in ways that, you know, continue racism. Whereas if I stop and I say, oh, man, I didn't think I was. But let me let me look at that. And maybe uh, let me look at the science that says I definitely am at some level. Maybe I don't act that way, but I am at some level. Well, now I have the ability to really think through situations. And it's really, I think, about this self-reflection, like, what can I do with this information? Not am I or am I not racist? Like, that's not the point of the whole thing. I think, you know, science tells us we all are to some right. level. And we have learned, too, that, like, there's this idea of neuroplasticity where our brains can develop new ways of thinking and new patterns of processing information. And it's like if we don't judge ourselves and be like, oh, my God, I'm a terrible racist and just say, hey, this is a part of who I am now what can I do to like I have to own it and recognize it you know that I that that's there in order for me to try to do something different there's not a racist bone in my body because <laughs> fucking bones don't think <laughs> it's in your brain this episode has been brought to you in part by Voices of Hope Inc a nonprofit recovery organization made up of people in recovery, family members, and allies. Together, members strive to protect the dignity of those that use drugs and those in recovery by advocating for treatment, harm reduction and support resources, and mentoring. Please visit us at www.voicesofhopemaryland.org and consider donating to our calls. So I think that's definitely like a um, judging is a safety thing. Like if there's a pro to judging, it's like a shortcut in thinking for safety. You know, like, oh, I've seen this pattern. No, thank you. I got hurt last time. You know, so that's that's where judging saves us. I'm really glad you brought that story up. Sciencey stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The amygdala, <laughs> lizard brain stuff. Yeah, <laughs> no. It makes a lot of sense to me. I never really considered that. That's why I brought this topic to you guys. I knew I'd learn something good. Um but like we're judging is bad is like, you know, it's like kind of black and white, like, and that's not how life is. Life is not black and white. So sure, it's a shortcut in thinking, but, you know, we have to tap into the, I don't know, what are we going to call it? Monkey brain versus lizard brain, you know, like use that more discerning mind, be like, it's not black and white. There's other things too. It's not two dimensional, you know? Well, it's definitely about 
being able to to reunite the communication of the survival brain to the higher level thinking but i think we can't just flip a switch and do that all the time and that's where it gets tricky like the survival brain kicks your body into a survival mode and so that's what your nervous system is now trying to do it's just trying to live right even though i this is where it gets hard for people in 2022. We're not out on the savannah getting attacked by lions every day. So we're like, I'm not facing any life or death threats. Things are fine. I shouldn't feel this way. But our bodies have not evolved to understand that yet. And so it still takes in situations in your life as if they're life or death, even when they're not going to be late to work. Oh, my God, life is going to end if I don't get there on time. That's how it feels, even though that's not what our brain says. That's why the stories don't match up and they don't feel right. And we just blame ourselves. So in order to get those two brains communicating again, you have to be able to regulate your nervous system first, which is where things like breathing and, you know, coping skills and all those come into play. The problem is if you're so mistuned, like if your, you know, alarm system is turned up to 12 instead of, you know, five where it's healthy. Well, then you have a hard time regulating and then you say, fuck this, I need drugs to feel better or, you know, I need these not healthy practices to feel better. And that doesn't lead you anywhere closer to being less judgmental of yourself (laughs) or anybody else. You guys want to do a quiz? Sure. We love quizzes. (laughs) Do you? Okay. Test away. All right. So I picked this quiz. I thought it was a fun one. It's it's, uh, by BuzzFeed. I guess we'll put a link in the show notes. Um, It says, if you've ever judged people for doing most of these things, you're pretentious as fuck. And I thought that title. <laughs> I'm pretentious. Yeah, as fuck. So I can probably. Right. Have um, I know. So I think we should answer like the three of us. We're just we're just gonna. It's gonna list off all the things we've judged people for. Oh god. So oh. between the three of us, we're gonna answer like as one person. So as a whole, how pretentious is this show? Oh, oh my fuck. Okay. Yeah. We're in trouble. It's gonna go fast. All right. Have you ever judged somebody? Are you ready? Yeah. For yes. enjoying superhero films. No. No, I love superheroes. Yeah. Okay. Well, we are kind of on the nerdy side, so we may not be as pretentious as we think we are. All right. Uh, well, uh, uh, you know, okay. so modern day? No. But like maybe in like 1998, 2002, I was probably like, ew. Okay. No. Well, we were all kind of fucked up. So why don't we just, like we'll do it for 2022 us. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not judging people. Because I used to judge everybody for everything, but I also judged myself terribly too. <laughs> all right. So superhero films are down. Uh, enjoying rom-coms. Yes. Yeah. You have judged people for Probably. enjoying rock hosts. still do. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> okay. Um, have you ever judged for someone for not seeing a specific classic film? Yes, I have. No. No. Yeah, no. I wouldn't say it. Okay. Uh, for not having read a specific classic book? Nope. No. Me neither. <laughs> have you ever judged someone for being really into Harry Potter well into adulthood? No. I probably did at one point, but I don't know. Okay. I don't either. Um, have you ever judged someone for not being interested in old films? Oh, who I would be interested in old films? <laughs> like how old? I guess like classic like films. 80s old? <laughs> like classics, like 40s, 50s films. Oh, uh, yeah, no. Okay. I have. And I'm judging both of you right now. <laughs> um, have you ever judged someone for not being interested in films that require subtitles? Oh, no. I don't want to watch anything with subtitles. I can't read and watch the damn movie. Yeah, Judging both of you right now. This is the only part that I've gotten judgy about, though. Why movies for me? Well, this seems very focused on movies. I'm like, I don't give a a shit what other people think about movies or what books they like. (laughs) We're we're moving on. That's out of the entertainment part, I guess. All right. Have you ever judged uh, someone for shopping at only high-end stores? Yes. Hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, probably judge them because i'm jealous of their money but not really <laughs> well what That's i think the of is part. then the, yeah. i guess what i immediately thought of was the people that wear like the all name brand stuff you know what i mean you only ever see oh, yeah. with like the oh. name brand bag and the name brand coat and the i judge my kids They're like we only want nike hoodies and people that wear hats with the tag still on them like what the fuck is that <laughs> right. All right. let's just say yes okay uh we are gonna be pretentious as fuck um have you ever judged someone for enjoying eating at chain restaurants no i love chain restaurants <laughs> i wish cecil county had more of them <laughs> i still make fun of people for eating at olive garden sorry <laughs> sorry olive, olive garden, garden people <laughs> <laughs> but their family when they're there <laughs> How about drinking at chain chain bars? 
I have never ever thought of anyone drinking at a chain. Is there a chain, chain bar? Bar? <laughs> fuck, is it chain like Buffalo TGI Wild Fridays? Wings? Yeah, or, I don't okay. think of them as bars. Yeah, though. I don't so, either. I think of them as restaurants. Some so. people definitely bar? do though. Yeah. Okay. Um, have you ever judged somebody for liking coffee from a chain establishment? No. Yes. You have. Before I drank Starbucks, I definitely <laughs> yeah. judged everybody that. Yeah, that I went probably there. have for sure. Uh, Oh, this one's... Have you ever judged somebody for getting a coffee that would not be sold in Italy? No. I don't even know what coffee sold in Italy. <laughs> yeah. we're the, I think That's we're a little the, too pretentious. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You need more money to be that kind of pretentious. Yeah. Uh, have you ever judged somebody for drinking instant coffee? No. No. I drink AA coffee. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Um, have you judged someone for buying food from a regular supermarket rather than a high-end organic one or independent? No, I only shop at cheap. Yeah. We don't have a high-end one in Cecil County. No, I would true. probably go there. I probably would, too. Oh, mom's Just organic because the produce is usually better. I shop at Lidl's. Does that make me high-end? Um, Does it? I don't even know what Lidl's so. is. Um, <laughs> it's German. You know, they make Where good stuff. Where do you find one of them? It's not Down in Middletown. Oh. It's equidistant to the, this. Oh, yeah, from where you are. Um, have you ever judged someone for mispronouncing quinoa or... Kombucha? Kombucha. There you go. <laughs> quinoa? Judge someone for that? I like no. the quinoa. Don't don't judge me because I, I, I never ordered that stuff. So like, <laughs> What is it? Com- kombucha. No, it's Com- like kombucha. I, I, it's a I fermented totally tea. Yeah. Gen drinks drunk, it every it? day. I thought, no. I thought you were like, Doesn't that? No, you buy it over the counter stories. at the grocery store. Uh, they sell it. Now. Right Are you? I mean, maybe but if you made you it at home, like, without... Uh, but, like, when you buy it at the grocery store, it doesn't have, like, alcohol content. If it does, it's some super low. That's what I heard about it, too. That's why I avoided it. Near beer. People have said it. I've had some people say they tried it and it, like, tasted like alcohol or remind them of alcohol. That, yeah, it's really healthy for your gut microbiome and it's fermented food is good for your health. I'll stick with anyway. vinegar and pickles. It'll probably give me diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> My stomach is gentle. <laughs> That's why I need it, though. Um, have you ever judged somebody for not having a skincare routine? <laughs> no, I no. don't. I judge people for having a skincare <laughs> yeah. routine. Yeah. <laughs> like, you waste all that money? You don't even need soap. Right. Just put some fucking water on right. it. You're good. Have you ever judged somebody for not cooking certain foods from scratch? God, no. No. It's oh, time for that. You know what? Tomato sauce. I, I'm like, it's like the middle of summer, summer and somebody buys canned tomatoes. I'm like, what are you doing? There's yeah. fresh tomatoes right here. So I have to say, yes, I have uh, judged people. Canned? I, I yeah. just buy the sauce in the jar. Yeah. yeah. That's what she's judging you for. Because you don't go get some tomatoes. Well, I buy tomatoes the people who do the canned tomatoes who are like, still take steps to make tomato sauce out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, past that. Yeah, right. uh, I still buy tomato sauce, but if it's the middle of summer, just go buy them fresh. What are you doing? I don't um, even know how to make tomatoes. Yeah, he's got that time. Just cook the shit out of it and add spices. Um, have you ever judged someone for not knowing what an authentic version of a food tastes like? I don't know what authentic versions of food uh, yeah. taste like. Yeah, that's a little above my pay grade. <laughs> um, have you judged someone for not putting an accent when pronouncing the name of a French or Italian dish? I can't even pronounce this. I have not. <laughs> I struggle with this one because, like, I can pick up accents well. So when I took French in middle school and when I took Spanish in college, like I try to speak with the accent, but I always worry that people are judging me for trying to speak with the yeah, accent right. when they're like, Bonjourno. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, Kiss Kisse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know. For not putting an accent, J- judging. I don't, I haven't judged somebody for not putting. <laughs> Have you ever judged somebody for drinking a very basic beer? No. No. I haven't. I mean, if I judge them, it's like, you're probably an alcoholic. That's probably what I'm judging. <laughs> right. Anybody drinking a beer. Yeah. Um, Definitely Because, I mean, why would you drink bush beer if you weren't an alcoholic? So Let's we went real. to, like, this, you know, ski place yesterday, and I heard the people next to us saying it was $9 for a beer. Wow. So I immediately was like, oh, that's an alcoholic. <laughs> like, <laughs> if you would spend $9 on a beer, that's an alcoholic. <laughs> was it a fancy beer? Or? No, it was in a can. It was like a Corona in a Shoot. can. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Glad I got that's out nuts. when I did. I but heard... then I spent four fifty for a cup of coffee. <laughs> yeah, I spent three dollars on a just a little basic black coffee the other day that hurt. I heard cigarettes are eleven dollars now. 
Glad I do this vaporing over here. Vaporing. <laughs> Save money on them uh, cigarettes. I spent a ton of money on vaping. I'm not going to lie. Do you? Yeah. So like, they're the new strip mall thing. Like, so, like, around here is like a liquor store in every strip mall, and it used to be a tobacco store. Now it's the vape stores. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. When I was in Miami last week, holy fuck, there's a vape shop, like, on every corner. Wow. <laughs> they're everywhere. It's like, God. And I think maybe is it because cigarettes are getting so expensive that it's giving rise to vape? Is it cheaper? Is vaping cheaper than smoking? I think probably not okay. the way I do it. But it's almost like a whole uh, like a hobby art thing now. It's a like really like a trendy thing. I'm, with glad, the I'm glad I'm not that cool. And the brands <laughs> and the devices. Yeah. And, and I, I will say I don't think it's like really really good for me. There's no way I think that. But do I think it's better for me than smoking? I do kind of believe that. And and if nothing else, even if it's the same equally bad for my health, it smells so much fucking better. Yeah. Like, at least that's a reprieve. Yeah. So I wouldn't I, like if I was sitting here and you were smoking cigarettes. I'd yeah, probably pull the mic a little right. further away. <laughs> <You'd> be outside. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're way off topic, but did you hear now they want to take away menthol out of cigarettes now? So now I you can't see. even get menthol. That's the only. Fl- I didn't know this. That's the only flavor that's legal. They took other flavors out of cigarettes, and now they want to get rid of menthol. Wow! So you can only have shitty smelling and tasting <laughs> cigarettes. You can only have old white guy tobacco. Is Newport? Owned and we're taking by... all filters too. <laughs> Is the Newport company owned by a black person? Because I could see them making that law to. <laughs> Sorry, a racist law. I think that's how the fucking world works. But yeah. That was over my head. I didn't even understand. It's <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Next one. Do you ever judge somebody for not knowing the difference between ale, stout, lager, etc.? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know the difference. Yeah, again, I judge them for knowing that. I'm like, oh, I got out of drinking really before drinking, that was yeah. cool. Like, that wasn't a cool thing when I was drinking. I still see the IPA designation, and I'm like always, every time I see it, I'm like, what does that stand for? Independent. Oh, I don't know what that <laughs> India means. India Pale Ale. Yeah. I, I used to like that. Yeah. I don't what even is know India what, Pale Ale? That's what it stands for? Mm-hmm. What does that even mean? Yeah. It's just like a flavor. Oh. It's a, really? it's a style. Oh. oh. I thought it stood for like some kind of independent brewing company or something. Oh, no. Oh, well, that's fucking dumb. <laughs> well, you taught me what a plug is, and I told you what an IPA <laughs> is. <laughs> I judge people that know what any of that stuff is. <laughs> You're judging Jenny. Uh, you should. Yeah. I was, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You could totally judge me back then. Um. Another one about alcohol, not knowing anything about cocktails. Do you ever judge people for that? Nope. I don't know really much. Or wine. Judging people about Are they saying that pretentious people are alcoholics? Like, I. Well, we had a whole bunch of movies about movies now, and then it was like food, and now it's wine. I guess it's just all the pop. It's BuzzFeed. Hmm. It's a BuzzFeed. Judge people about being pretentious. (laughs) 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 Um, Do you judge people for using technology from certain brands? Yes. I'm not gonna lie. I judge I people for Apple phones. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tony knows. Yeah, I, I try not to, but it's it hurt. I don't know. There's something about it that bothers me. It's jealousy. And I don't know. I don't know if it's jealousy. It's like they they get their clientele by bullying. Apple me. does. Yeah, if you don't have an Apple phone as a teenager right now, you are excluded from group chats and being a part of the community because you have green bubbles. And so they make oh, teenagers really? bully each other into buying their products. So that's how basically they have they gotten do? their market. Yeah. Really? Wow. This yeah. is all news to me. And, I hate and they won't anyway. <laughs> they won't put iMessage on Android phones, not because it wouldn't work, but because that would alleviate that problem and they wouldn't be the brand to go to anymore. Huh. Wow. Yeah. So So we're that, checking that bothers me. Checking that. <laughs> this is a funny one. Do do you judge people for owning a TV? Is it not cool to own a TV now? Doesn't everyone own a TV? Right? I thought I judge people because they own way more TVs than I do. You can judge me for that. My husband can't stop buying TVs. Or I would judge people if I went to their house and they didn't have a TV. Well, I just, <laughs> I, I mean, I, that would be a little... Mormon? <laughs> like, <laughs> I guess I, I judge people when there's like a TV in every kid's room. I'm like, how do you ever see your kids? Mm-hmm. Like, the only reason mm-hmm. I see my kids is because they can't stay in the room and play on the TV all the time. I got to go back to this Apple thing for a second. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I have this grand standpoint of like, oh, they bully people and they're terrible for it and all that. But the truth is, that's not really why I don't like them. I don't know why I don't like them. I just have this like, towards them. 
and, and like this whole evil empire thing against them, which like Google's not any fucking better. Oh, they're just as bad. Right. But that's, but I don't have any problem with Google for some reason. So it's, I, I recognize that like while I have this nice talking point, I, I don't, I, that's not actually the truth. Like mm. the truth is I just don't like them for some reason. Yeah. Hmm. Don't listen to him, iPad. I still love you. <laughs> Do you ever judge people for earnestly using hashtags on Instagram? I used to, but I use a lot now. Uh, I, I don't. I figure they're just working it, you know? It's part yeah. Of the I mean, well, that's, that's what I use them for, to get more attention to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Do you judge people for using filters on Instagram? Do people still use filters on Instagram? I, I forgot they even so. had people it. do. <laughs> really? You know what? I judge people for too many kissy faces. When I see like women my age, I'm like, stop. The duck Just stop. Yeah. Mm. I'm counting that as a filter and I'm judging. Do you um, judge people for wearing heavy makeup on a day to day basis? I don't know that I judge them, but it is a little weird to me. Like when I see the modern use of makeup versus what makeup use was 30 years ago, I'm like, that just, like, that's your whole, your whole face looks like <laughs> a painting or something. It doesn't even look natural. I feel bad. I feel bad for them. I just, I'm like, I guess I feel like they are insecure. So is that a judgment? I don't know if they are or not. I mean, I, I don't know if it's insecurity or just being a part of what's going on, but it's it's so heavily applied. Like when you see people with pictures of makeup and without it, I'm like, is that doesn't even look like the same person? Hmm. It's just weird to me. I don't know. I don't I don't judge them for it necessarily, but I, I do find it. I'm like, who has that kind of time? Yeah, right. <laughs> who has that kind of time? Yeah, I think I think mine is a judgment because I I I make up a story about it. Like, oh, you don't think you're pretty? You know, like. Uh, I don't want to tell them, like, you are. You don't have to wear that much. But. I mean, if you weren't making your own tomato sauce, you'd probably <laughs> right. have plenty of time for makeup. Uh, um, do you judge people for not wearing makeup at all? No. I don't think so. <laughs> okay, good. I, I, I don't even know makeup. if I notice half the time. I don't <laughs> notice either. That's why I'm like, who has time to pay attention to these? Like, that's what you look like, I guess. Details I of life. <laughs> that's good. That sounds like you're not judgy. Yeah. Um, do you judge people for misspelling words online in a casual setting, like on Twitter? Yes. Do? Yep. Okay. And and I feel bad for it because I know that frequently it is just typos. Like when mm. you're ripping off words on keys on the computer, I typo all the fucking time. But I can't spell, so <laughs> I don't know if they misspelled it or not. If I'm gonna misspell, it's always on Twitter where you can't easily correct it. Mm. Like well, it's gotta have uh, the red line under it for me to even know it's spelled wrong. I mean, I literally just sat here and made fun of the guy for saying vaporing. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely check. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely judging spelling. Uh, do you judge people for using text speak rather than proper grammar on social media? Hmm. Not, I mean, if it's excessive, I do. And that's weird. I have like a fine line for it. And it's like, because I'll say though and just put T-H-O because I find mm -hmm. that way more. In fact, I think we should just change the fucking spelling of the word though because why not be just T-H-O? Why mm -hmm. why you got to add the U-G-H at the end? But but yeah, if you get like, if every word is shortened and tiny, then like I can't even fucking read that. I yeah, I guess that, I, I would say probably in some and I don't think of it. I think of it even when people text me. I'm like, this isn't the day where you got to press like two, three yeah. times to get a C. Like you can't We're spell out can or you. You <laughs> can literally press the microphone button and it'll do it for yeah. you. It feels lazy. Just talk. <laughs> so yes. Okay. Do you judge people for using the wrong there, there, there? Yep. Or the or your. <laughs> I don't judge them, but I'm very aware of it. It depends. Did they say something I disagree with? Or I judge the <laughs> yeah. fuck out of them. <laughs> and they can't even spell. Right. That's because you're stupid. That's why you have that opinion. <laughs> Do you judge people for not being up to date with their memes? Yeah. No. <laughs> I, I don't know that I judge, but it makes my life more inconvenient when I can't just describe a picture to somebody and they know what I'm talking about. I don't even, I mean, I, I know what memes are, obviously, but I don't even understand, like, where does the new meme come from? Who generates the, this is the current meme? <laughs> from the planet meme. Yeah, yeah. You see a picture and you're like, oh, that's definitely, and then it catches on. Oh. Uh. But I mean, do you ever pick like the wrong one and be like, "Ooh, I should have went with this other picture. It's more popular." I mean, people like, like us don't pick it. They don't get likes, and then I'm like, "Oh, that must have been the wrong one." <laughs> <laughs> do you judge people for using outdated internet slang, like, like roll on the floor laughing? No, <laughs> yeah, no. I don't. Either. I still say awesome. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all the time. It's gnarly. Yeah. <laughs> do you judge people for only listening to top forty music? Yeah. <laughs> do you? 
A little bit, yeah. Okay. No, I don't think I care. Yeah. Um, do you judge people for loving only pop musicians? Yeah. Do you judge people for having even the vaguest interest in the Kardashians or awareness of what is going on in their lives? Absolutely. Um, pro- probably. I mean, a little bit, yeah. I just think the same as most of this stuff. Like, who's got the fucking time to care about the Kardashians? Well, and there's a part of me that says, what, what are your priorities in life if that's your focus? But, what these right. fucking people are doing. So now I gotta admit a new, like, I'll push, I started watching that fucking drag racing show on Discovery Plus. No interest in drag racing. I'm not gonna fucking go drag racing tomorrow. I've watched like seven seasons of Street Outlaws. Oh <laughs> I have no idea why. I'm like, oh, this is fascinating. <laughs> like, it's a whole culture I don't understand. They're saying all these car words I don't know anything about. It's fucking. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking yeah. about. There was some drag racing show that was called like Pink's All Out, and I just remember seeing the title of it a few times on like the TV guide thing, yeah. and I was like, is that porn? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know it was about racing. I was like, Pink's All Out. That sounds <laughs> sounds like something I might like. Yeah. <laughs> So I have to take back. I have to rescind my Kardashian judgments. <laughs> now I'm judging Billy. Yeah, for watching. Well, I think judging. I mean, when you say who has time for this, that's a judgment. You're like, you know, would you agree? Like, that's kind of like a loaded. Well, it's, there. it's a who has time for this? You know, what like, kind of priorities yeah. are in your life that yeah. that's what you make time for? Definitely. Do you judge people for watching reality TV? Yep. <laughs> no. How about for loving sitcoms? No. no. Do you judge people when they say they live in a big city when they actually live in just the suburbs? I judge people that call Elkton a city. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't know that this is a thing today, but I definitely growing up in Baltimore and because I didn't feel tough, I judged all the people in the county just because <laughs> it's like you're not from the city. <laughs> or I like to tell people I grew up in the city just because it feels tougher than it saying does, I grew up in the it? county, know you know, in rural Cecil County. <laughs> <laughs> Do you judge people going on package holidays? I don't even know what the fuck that is. Yeah, I don't know what that is either. I think that's like Oh, is that you, where you go and it's all inclusive? Yeah, maybe? it sounds like it, like, like a, a sandals or whatever. A, uh, a travel agent maybe put together a package instead of you just free wheeling it in Paris or whatever. That's the best way to travel is package deal. I thought that was something yeah. that bored wives did. They went on package vacations. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> the wine, the box wine. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's not the package he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... I don't think we judge people on package holidays. No. Do you judge people for doing typical touristy things abroad? I don't. I'm a typical uh, tourist. We are typical. My wife pointed this out to me. I used to think, oh, I don't want to be a typical tourist. And she's like, why? They make it so fucking easy. You drive right up. You look at the overlook. Oh, this is beautiful and this is great. You load the kids back in the car. You drive to the next thing. Like, fucking easy. Yeah, I don't judge people for it. Like, it's kind of what I want to do. Like, if I go to paris i want to see the eiffel tower that's what the fuck i know is there right but at the same time i i have this i don't hate people but i don't like crowds yeah (laughs) i generally don't go to the touristy shit i'm like uh, i agree with that there's a fuck ton of people there you gotta go on a tuesday (laughs) i mean we were just when we were in miami we went to key west and they have that southernmost point and that little whatever thing sticking out of the ground go there yeah and there was a line of people i'm like i don't want to wait in this fucking line so i'm like I'm in the line with my wife, but I'm like, look, walk down there. There's some people taking pictures on that little wall in front of it. I'm like, I think we can do that. Just go see if it works for you, because she really wanted the picture there. And and thank God it worked for her, so we didn't have to wait in the long-ass line. We just walked down and stood on the wall, and whoop, perfect. Got a picture. Yeah. Here's the last one. Have you ever judged people for not visiting certain countries or cities? No. no. I haven't either. I don't have the money to visit yeah. certain countries or cities. That's it. How pretentious um, are we? I don't feel pretentious at all used, now. Yeah, we're not rich Okay, see. We checked 23 at 45. That was 45. Yeah, like halfway. You could be a little pretentious and completely non-judgmental in other regards. Uh, we, You checked more than 93% of the quiz takers. Mm. We did? It was the three of us, and we have mm. a variety of things to be pretentious over. Yeah. Hmm. Um, but that I think that'll give... Well, us and the audience, too, like an idea of how we can judge people, like on things that are like very personal tastes, but we can t- judge a whole character about like, 
if they've traveled to a city or if they like fancy supermarkets or, you know, what music they listen to. These are like points we can judge. So here's the problem with judging others. It's normal. It's helpful. But it can also be problematic. It's a quick process and it's based on superficial information. It's like a snap thing. It happens very quickly inside of us. And usually what we're judging on is based more about on our own strengths and weaknesses and has very little to do with the other person. And the problem becomes that even though a judgment is an opinion, we look at it as if it's reality. Yeah, if it's fact. Yeah, this is a definite fact. This person sucks. (laughs) They're usually seen as negative, even though they can be positive as well. Um, Even when they are a positive judgment of someone else, it means it's a negative judgment of you, usually. So there's a negative aspect to every judgment. Uh, So what do you do about it? One, and and I think one of the things we kind of talked about earlier, practice curiosity. Like, what is it about this person that bothers me, right? And and I was thinking about this when we were, I was talking about the person, my coworker, like, why do they bother me? Because I don't even know. Why does Apple bother me so much? I don't, <laughs> right. right? I don't, right. I'm not totally in tune with that. And so it's like, I, I really need to practice curiosity. Well, what is it about it? You know, it has, it allows me to do more self-reflection and, and look at myself and I can talk to other people like, well, what is it about me that would hate this kind of thing or feel turned off by this kind of thing? Um, another practice is noticing your thoughts. Pay attention, right? We have a lot of automatic thoughts and, you know, cognitive behavioral therapy would call them automatic negative thoughts. Um, they call them ants. And, and we have a lot of these and we don't usually take the time to challenge them or think them through. Now, obviously CBT, the cognitive behavioral therapy will, it's trying to deal more with like, you know, uh, your partner doesn't text you on their way home. Like they usually do. And you haven't heard from them for 22 minutes and you're like, holy fuck, they're dead. Right. <laughs> like yeah. That's definitely what happened here. They're dead. And like the challenging of that is like writing that down and saying, well, what's the alternatives? Well, they could have got hung up at work, working late. They could have be talking to a coworker, they could have gotten an important call from their mom like there's a whole lot of other possibilities it's not that they're definitely dead but you know noticing our thoughts and noticing our automatic thoughts towards anything like i think billy you would agree we had automatic thoughts at different points in our recovery towards the idea of you know methadone or or suboxone or any of these right. ideas or safe use sites that we right. talked about recently <laughs> right like ah, you're fucking killing people like that's the automatic thought but you know, when we take time to like actually look at that, what is it? Am I nervous? Am I insecure? Am I upset? Like what's going on in my body? What am I reacting to on a survival level? And again, what's been neat about that is a lot of those automatic automatic thoughts are like counter to my morals and values. They don't even align. It's just automatic thought, you know, and then as we've done this show and talked about some of these things are... You know, I've been able to see like, oh, that automatic thought doesn't even line up with the compassion and care and love that I want to show other human beings. (laughs) Right, right. Uh, Practicing empathy can help. This way you can focus more on like the differences between you and other people. I mean, the similarities between you and other people as opposed to the differences, right? Well, yeah, maybe I'm judging. Sometimes I have a tendency, I will judge an entire person based on one thing they do. You know, oh, they can't, they don't know the difference between the theirs. Right? What the hell's wrong with them? They say they like Trump. <laughs> right, right. Like one yeah. thing. And it's like, if I actually get to know that person, we have so much in common. We we all eat every day. We breathe every day. You know, <laughs> we take care of our families. We try to help out our neighbors if they need it. Like, there's a lot of things going on that are alike there. Um, you know, you can reframe things. So you may not have control over what happens to you, but you always have control over how you view it. You know, if somebody cuts you off in traffic, we talked about that, you can you can say that's an asshole or maybe there is some other stuff going on. You know, I don't always like to go to, well, maybe their child's dying in the hospital. Like, that's a little rough, right? But there could be a lot of reasons people speed. I've sped at times just because I'm having a bad day and I'm angry or whatever, right? It doesn't necessarily make me an asshole all the time. I might be kind of asshole-ish in that moment, but um, practicing mindfulness. I'm sure Jenny will like that one. And <laughs> Self-compassion. Yeah. You know, so there's there's some strategies for helping with the judgmentalness, but it doesn't necessarily, and I think we kind of came to this in the beginning, you don't really stop judging. It's just the idea of I don't need to 
take that out into the world or necessarily just hold it inside either, right? I have ways of evaluating, well, does this fit in, like Billy said, with my own morals and values? And even if it does, you know, if I'm being open-minded, can I allow other people to have different opinions or, or priorities than I do? And and how does that negatively impact me? And why do I need to judge them so hard for believing that? Some people do want money and that's their idea of success, right? I don't need to judge them for that. Like that's, it's not hurting me really. Kind of is in capitalism, but either way, like I don't need to go all out and hate people just because they have some different ideas. Well, and I will just say sometimes those judgments can be true, but we don't need to be as harsh with them, you know, and the driving example, for example, I'm, there might be a good reason why the guy's driving like crazy still doesn't mean I want to go drive right next to him. You know what right. I mean? I still want to keep my distance or people in recovery that are engaging in, you know, risky or sort of behaviors that are like, eh, that doesn't, that's kind of suspect. <laughs> like it's still probably healthy for me to kind of pull back you know, I don't necessarily have to hate on them and be, right. you know, super critical, but at the same time, probably not a good idea to go hanging out with them after the meeting a whole bunch either, you know. And you said that harsh word, and I think that was the, the beautiful, eloquent thing that I will still butcher a little bit, but it was like, we don't want to judge harshly. Mm. We want to judge lovingly, right? And, and that's like the place to come from. Like, okay, I, that's maybe not something I'm into, but I don't need to think that the person's terrible because of it and... You know, if I think that it needs to shift, how can I have a conversation with them about that or talk to them and see what they really believe about it or maybe why, you know, understanding more than just, oh, what a piece of shit. They, they do this one thing. Any other thoughts on judging? I do have a final thought. I would just say, you know, be aware of your judging mind and respond wisely and consider with your strong opinions. What if my theory is wrong? Just get in that habit. Hmm. Yeah, I'm judging this episode. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, hopefully, we will be talking about willingness next week, and we hope to see you all there. Have a good week. Bye. Did you like this episode? Share it with people you think might get something out of it. Check out the rest of our episodes at recoverysortof.com. Also, while you're there, you can find ways to link up with us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Reddit, YouTube, anything. We're always looking for new ideas. Got an idea you want us to look into? Reach out to us.